0: Welcome to Soulful the Podcast. I'm your host Layla Steed, psychic medium healer and mentor for women that are ready to embrace their soul aligned life. This is a powerful destination for women that are seeking that irresistible invitation to lead a more meaningful, purposeful and self-ignited life. This is a free conscious education tool. If you are seeking greater self-connection, and that familiar frequency of that feminine connection, then you're in the right place. I thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Good morning and welcome to Soulful, the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the art of reconnection and how a simple process can change our lives. Now, this podcast idea has come from the readings that I do, basically, as a psychic medium. The readings that I do have shown a real trend with women that are coming through and the first part of the reading is always, you know, my relationship's stagnant, my job's not working out and my children I just, I'm not connecting with my children. And we talk about it for quite some time and it does take up a lot of the reading time because we have to go more deeply into this when it is really a simple process that can change their view on their life, you know, on the on the huge topics within their life, which is children, their job and their partner, you know. Now, this has been something that I have been sitting with for a while. I'm like, right, noticing a trend here. What's the root cause of it? What's the magic behind this? Where can I go with this and how can I help other women? Because number one, if you are someone that is struggling within your relationship or your motherhood or your job or your friendships you are not alone. That is something that I want to point out first and foremost. And quite often women are, we're a bit secretive. If there's some sort of an issue, we don't like that. We don't want other people to view us and go, she doesn't have her shit together. Or the reason why she's got a crappy relationship or motherhood or or work life behind the scenes is because she, you know, she's not put together. Women like to think or like to make other women think that they're really well put together. That they've got their shit together and you know, showing imperfections to some people can be a vulnerability that they're not willing to discuss. Right. And I wanted to go more deeply into it because I was like, right, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a bit of a trend here. I'm seeing women come through and they're like, right, you know, it's my husband, he's this and he's that. And, you know, he's, Not putting us first and he's being selfish and he's being controlling and, and my children, I'm not connecting with them because they're this and they're that. And, and my, and my work. And I'm like, right. Okay, great. You know, we all have these problems and I'm not judging you, but I'm trying to help you move through this. What I want you to do now is point that finger back at yourself. You know, where are you not connecting with yourself emotionally? Because quite often that is one of the complaints is that my husband doesn't get me emotionally. And I'm like, okay, do you get you emotionally? And quite often there's a bit of a pause, you know. Quite often the woman sitting there is like, "Mm, hang on a minute, I didn't like it when you shifted that back on me because I like pointing the finger. And that's just humans, right? That's not a woman thing, that's humans. It's easy for us to go, you know, it's them, it's them, it's them. It's really challenging to put the finger back on yourself and to put the blame back on you, right? blame shifting is a huge issue within relationships and you know relationships friendships work work relationships blame shifting is a really big problem but what people need to understand is that as we shift internally the external world is going to respond so if you're having a shitty external experience it's because the internal reality is not where it needs to be it's because there is a values misalignment or a misalignment overall or a frequency misalignment or whatever, whatever it is for you. Whatever it is for you that as you heard me speak about this, you were like, that could be my issue. That could be something that I need to bring up and, and need to, you know, sit myself down at the table and have a big chat with myself because everything starts from the internal world, right? And so many people that come for readings, they are struggling with this, you know, and I I just wanted to get to the women before they come for a reading so that it doesn't take up the entire time. And that's not something that we're focusing on overall, because it is a simple process. And that is going back to the drawing board and reconnecting to self, you know, and if you do that, the external world is going to follow suit, you know, for example, the, one of the top complaints I hear is, you know, my husband isn't there for me emotionally, right? So let's unpack that. You know, he doesn't hold space. He's not good with emotions. He shies away from conflict. And when I try and talk about things, it's like he tunes out and he doesn't listen. It's a very common complaint of women everywhere. Sincerely, women are over, all over the world everywhere. And I'm like, right, okay, let's shift that back to you. How are you not showing up, Right. And quite often, I'll go into a lot more detail within the reading of what I can feel within their field and what I can feel that they need to change to be able to cure this going forward within the future, because a lot of them, I'm like, look, you're not going to split up. I don't feel that for you. So you need to change how you're going to view it. You need to change how you're viewing that within yourself, right? So quite often, I'll say, right, where are you not showing up emotionally for you? And do you understand yourself emotionally? And quite often they're like, whoa, I did not know that you were going to say this and I feel unprepared. And I'm like, well, let's go there, you know, let's unpack it. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you evolve. I'm here to help you get clarity. I'm here to help you go out into that next season of your life with more confidence in who you are, more self-awareness, more emotional awareness, more awareness about your family and friends and how you show up within those relationships. That's what I'm here for, right? That's what essentially a psychic is to do. And to be able to heal, obviously, a, a medium as well, which is I'm able to connect with the dead and, the, and their loved ones. It's to be able to heal that. You know, a psychic reading is essentially to heal someone and to be able to help them through and get them onto that next season of their life. So when I ask them to, okay, where are you not showing up with yourself emotionally, how do you – do you know yourself deeply emotionally? And the answer is quite often it's no. It's like, well, not no. Because I thought the issue was lying with him because he blah, blah, because this and that from him. And I'm like, right, okay, let's take what you just said and put it back on you. And what is the answer going to be, you know? All we can control is our internal world. We can't force someone to show up for us in the way that we want them to. We can remove ourselves from the situation if they're doing it repetitively. If they're not showing up repetitively and they don't show that they can grow with you and they don't show that they're willing to change or adapt or at least to see things from that point of view, you can remove yourself from that situation, that relationship, that work relationship. Can't remove yourself from the motherhood. (laughs) Well, most can't. So, you know, we've got to learn how to live with it. We've got to learn how to deal with it. And it's been interesting seeing the feedback that comes through from that, because a lot of them are like, I need to go back to the drawing board after this reading. I don't have the answer right now. And it feels deep. It feels like a deep answer. I'm like, great, it should. It shouldn't be something that flows easily for you, right? It shouldn't be something that you are just like, boom, you know, and it was that easy. For some people it is. For some people it's a real, like, even shifting things to that viewpoint makes them see their partner in a more empathetic light because it's easy to put the spotlight on someone else's flaws, right? It's so easy to go, you know, you are this, you are that, you're struggling with this, you're struggling with that, and I don't like the way that you do this. But, hey, you know, shifting that back to self It's confronting, you know, and I've done it, you know, shadow work and all the rest of it, whatever you want to put a label on it, but whatever you want to call it, but it is confronting. Now, what I want to talk about today is getting in the right relationship with yourself, right? Taking responsibility for yourself, because that is where you get your power back. That is how you get your power back is cultivating the right relationship with yourself before you try and point the finger at what is happening externally, you know, and it's a big thing. It's a big thing, right? It's a big thing to do. It is a hard thing to do, but I want you to know that you aren't alone in this. The amount of women, like sometimes I will have four to five readings throughout the day and every single reading has been the exact same in some kind of way, because they've all been married or in a long-term relationship or even an ex-partner relationship that they're still struggling with and i'm like we need to go there we need to unpack this for you to be able to move forward so that i can move forward within the reading and quite often their loved ones that have passed will come through and they're like she's struggling with this you know she's really struggling within this environment and i'm like right let's go there you know (laughs) and quite often they are a bit like oh you know because it is a simple process All it requires is for you to tune more deeply into you. There is no magic to that. And quite often women try to, and it's funny because a lot of women are the same. They try to see things from a very practical, practical black and white standpoint. They're like, okay, it's a, I need to reconnect to myself. Like I want a list, how do I do this? And I'm like, no, no, it's like a You know, there is no end to this. You know, how long's a piece of string? (laughs) There is no end to this. You are going to be in the toing and froing of reconnecting to self and losing that connection and then tuning back in. You're gonna be in that same seesaw for the rest of your life. That that's what life is, you know. So it is something that I am really noticing and being mindful of. And I was like, right, I have to do a podcast on this. I have to do a podcast so that women aren't struggling. Women everywhere aren't struggling with their relationships and viewing them from that viewpoint and that standpoint, because it is creating disharmony. And sometimes, and I hate to say it, and I'm sorry if this is going to trigger you, but like, sometimes it's them creating the disharmony because of their viewpoint of self, right? And it's almost like when when the self is, how do I even say this? Deconstructed. When the self is fragmented and it's not together and it's all over the place and it's floating around in the atmosphere and it's not together and it's severely disconnected, it's almost like this person walks around with a shield over their eyes on how they view things, right? It's almost like they're walking around, <clears throat> excuse me, it's almost like they're walking around in the world with the opposite of rose-coloured glasses, right? Then they're viewing everything in a, a really fragmented way because they're not showing up for themselves in a way that's keeping them reconnected, you know? They're showing up in a way that's keeping them disconnected. And it's almost like as mothers, this is naturally going to occur because when you become a mother, as you know, if you've walked into motherhood, your entire viewpoint changes. It's almost like you have a death of self, former the former self, right? death of the former self is what I was trying to say, (laughs) you know, and you have this death of the former self and you're like, right, I don't actually know who the fuck I am. And it starts to poison your relationship. And I think any mothers are probably, you know, any new mothers, especially, or even any mothers that have found themselves as a mother again, you know, each time you enter motherhood, it's like the death of self still occurs in, in a much more deeper way. Right. So they can become more fragmented, they become more disconnected because they're so tuned in to someone else. And it's funny because it is really difficult to tune into multiple people. I find it is worse with women that have multiple children. That disconnection to self is so much worse because we're so tuned into our children, especially when they're newborns, right? You know, if they hiccup, you know, if they've got indigestion, you're trying to tune into their little body movements. You're like, oh my God, I can see that something's struggling. Is it gas? Do I need infant's friend? What do I need? And you go through all of these lists of things because you're so tuned into your child's energy because you don't want anything bad to happen to them, right? You want to make sure that they're safe, that they're happy, that they're loved, that they're comfortable, right? So you are so tuned into their frequency, to their field, to their energy, to their health and naturally trying to tune in so intensely to someone else. It's going to make you lose that that tune with yourself. It's going to make you lose that connection to self. And that is just a natural process. It is going to happen, whether you like it or not. You know, no one can have all the balls juggling in the air at all times. And, you know, if you're one of those women that's like, I do, (laughs) and you like to get an A plus and everything, and you really strive to be that woman that's got it all together, I can guarantee at one point they're going to fall down. And you need to have that excuse me, I've got a tickle in my throat. You need to have that understanding to self to be able to hold you because you have to become a tree, right? You've got to become a tree that is so well-rooted that it takes a lot to knock it, right? And at some point you are going to have that lesson to be able to learn how to be the tree again. <laughs> I'm using a tree as a metaphor, don't ask me why, but that, that's it's a pretty good one, I feel. It's a pretty good one. Hopefully it made sense. But it is something that I am noticing is that it is is worse with women that have multiple children, right? Sometimes even a woman that is struggling with just one child because she might have been a really, I say this with love, she might have been a controlling person beforehand. She might have liked to be one of those women that has all of her ducks in a row. The house has to be perfect, which was me. So I understand the struggle with that. You know, she might have been one of those women that was like, you know, always chasing perfection. When a baby comes along, you know, that's anything but perfect. So whether you have one child or you have three children, but I have noticed the trend is usually when they've got, you know, more than two children, it is substantially worse because they're tuned into three, four, five other people's frequencies. They're also tuned into their husband's emotional frequency. They're trying to make sure, you know, is he happy? Is he sad? Is the relationship okay? They can feel when he comes home from work and he's in a bit of a you know, high tension mood or he's been too much in the masculine that day and it throws off the equilibrium of the whole household. So they are so fine-tuned into other people's frequencies and this is just a woman thing, this is just a mother thing, it's something that I've been noticing and I'm like, wow, you know, I need to talk about this. So I really hope that even just realizing that as women that is something that we struggle with deeply, that the reconnection is so required, And women are like, okay, quite often I get women that are like very, you know, black and white thinkers and they're like, right, yeah, but how do I do this? But give me a list. But are you going to do a masterclass on this? And yes, I am. I am going to go more deeply into this. And I also am going to go and um, talk with beautiful Kira Love. She's an incredible gender intelligence coach and she's a dear friend of mine. And I am going to go into more detail with you know, the whole relationship side of things. Relationships, you know, relationship to self, that is my strong point. I've been in a beautiful relationship with myself and it's been very challenging over the last six years and it has been something that I have really fine-tuned, if you will. And I've had to really learn how to look at that relationship with self in a really, you know, under the microscope in a really deep way. But relationships, not my strong point, you know, being alone for so long, it's not my strong point. So I was like, right, I don't want to speak on something. Resonance is very powerful with me. And if you have followed me for quite some time, you'll know that that is something that unless I have walked in someone's shoes, speaking on a topic is something that I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Resonance is powerful. You know, we all want to see a woman that has walked through our shoes before or similar to our shoes and as close as we can get to our shoes and see her come out the other end and she's thriving and happy. So I grabbed Kira, we're going to do a podcast on it in the future, which will be incredible. Hopefully it will be the next podcast to come through depending on our schedules, but do keep that in mind that that is coming. Now the relationship to self, I just want to get back on track with this because women everywhere are struggling with this and it is poisoning their lives, you know, Poisoning for a better word, I always use that in readings and I'm like, "Mm, poison's probably a little bit harsh, but it is. It it infiltrates every area of your life. When you are fragmented, disconnected, and you're not reconnected to self and you're not plugged into yourself, you haven't fine-tuned who you are, it poisons every aspect and every area of your life. It also poisons your ability to manifest, to get an abundance frequency. It's almost like these people have a victim and lack mindset and it does it really upsets the rest of their life you know you want to keep life on an even even keel you want to have it toing and throwing and and flowing you know you don't want it to be up and down and zigzaggy and place things all over the place you know we are going to go through hardships we are going to go through hard times we are going to have moments in our relationship where like I just don't know if this is a relationship for me anymore You know, and we are going to feel disconnected from our children. You know, I was speaking to a mother the other day, and we were going really deep into the whole I don't know how to parent this child. And I've been through this myself. I want to let you know I have been through this. I don't know how to parent my child because we clash as personality types. We clash as, you know, whether it's star signs or whatever, whatever is going on behind that, but we clash as personality types. And I don't know how to parent a child that is completely different to me. We're chalk and cheese. And it's almost like we butt heads all the time. You know, give me an amen if you can feel that, because I know that we've all been through that process. So we are going to ebb and flow as we walk through life. And, and one of the most beautiful things is looking at it from a standpoint of curiosity what can this teach me? What can I learn here? Right. And for me, cultivating a relationship to self has been so important. I I always say to my friends, I'm now unfuck unfuckwithable, right? The me that used to show up in dating, the me that used to show up in relationships, it was so different, you know, before I had this really I'm not going to call it a spiritual awakening because it doesn't feel like a spiritual awakening to me. And I feel like that term can be a little bit wanky and a bit overused. But for me, it was just realizing that I was severely off my path, that I was spending time with women that did not value me, that did not care about me, that didn't have my best interests at heart. I was spending time with, you know, relationships that weren't what they seemed, you know, and that's all I'm going to say on that topic. And it was something that I was, I kind of had gone majorly off the garden path with that, right? I'd gone majorly off the garden path and and got way off track. And it just feels like the second that I said, right, you know, I'm curious, I want to know more, I'm, I'm willing to step into this area, I'm willing to be curious about it for once rather than suppress it, is the moment that my life changed forever, you know? It's the moment that my life has turned into this beautiful, you know, abundant thing. And I never thought that I would get to this point. It felt like I was going to struggle. It felt like I was going to always have to hustle. And to be honest, part of me kind of liked the hustle. Part of me kind of liked the feeling that there was something always chasing my tail and that I had to keep striving and keep trying harder. But it's so much more beautiful to be in flow with life, right? It's so much more beautiful for me to look at it and stand back and let it flow and happen and unfold for me rather than me trying to hustle and control and you know always be ahead of the game and work things out in advance rather than letting it just unfold naturally for me now getting in the right relationship with you because so many women are like okay great I know I need to reconnect to self Layla but how do I do that you've got to make space for you (laughs) it's that simple You've got to make space for that time to reconnect to yourself. You've got to be able to sit down and go, okay, who actually am I? Do I love me? And it's easy to say, you know, yeah, of course I love myself. I have self-love, you know, and quite often people will say, yeah, I do love myself. And I'm like, okay, what's your favorite thing about you? And then they go silent. You know, get curious about the woman that you are. What do you love about her? What does she bring to the table in a relationship that you're really proud of? What do you love about the way that she shows up as a mother? What do you love about the way that she shows up, you know, as a woman in business or as an entrepreneur or as someone that is really killing the game and climbing the ladder in her workplace? What do you love about that woman? You know, it's so easy to go. Yeah, of course I have self-love, duh. Yeah. Okay. But what do you love about you? And women fall silent, you know, and it's really sad to see. It's easy to make the statement, but actually doing the work behind the statement and having the curiosity behind the statement is completely different, right? So you've got to get curious about yourself. Number one, you've got to learn how to love yourself deeply. You cannot cultivate love with another person unless you have that love deeply within yourself, Even within motherhood, it is really challenging to love and accept your children sometimes because you aren't loving and accepting yourself. It's hard to give someone, you know, grace. It's hard to show a partner grace and understanding and empathy when you're not giving it to yourself, right? So what are the things about you that you could improve on? Call yourself on your own bullshit. It is not always them. Stop pointing the finger, Call yourself on your own bullshit. Where am I not showing up deeply? Where am I pointing the finger to a problem of someone else? Where am I trying to spotlight something within another when I should actually be spotlighting it within myself, right? Where am I finding issues time and time again in motherhood? What is my common complaint? I guarantee you that is going to be a common complaint of self, right? Everything is a mirror. It's very interesting once you start to look at it from a different viewpoint. You've got to take more time. You've got to journal these answers. Really get deep within them. It's not going to be easy. Even now, sitting here as a woman, I feel a bit squirmish. Like, I'm like, geez, the answers that are coming through within my head as I'm speaking, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've got work to do, you know. I've got to work on myself. No one is perfect. And we can say that we're perfect to wear blue in the face. But if you're having issues within your relationship or your motherhood or your workplace or your friendships, there is a disconnection within self that is being ignored. I guarantee that. And yes, you can argue some people are just toxic and who's a narcissist and who's this. Okay, and that might be the truth. What about you allowed that narcissist to come through in your life and how long did it continue? before you stopped to notice those qualities? Why did you, you know, slide over that? Was it that you just wanted to be needed? Was it that you just wanted to be loved? Was it that you didn't notice them because maybe you were so under someone else's control? But what about your personality made you fall so deeply under that person's control, right? So yes, the issue might lie with them, but what about you brought that on? Okay, were you not fine-tuned deeply into that person that you're bringing into your life, which is a big deal? I had to ask myself the same question. Don't worry, you know, it is uncomfortable. I get that, right? It all starts with self. Start to take more time for you. And quite often I'll say to women, where are you taking time for yourself, And they're like, oh, well, I can't. My kids got dancing, soccer, swimming, football. I just can't. I don't have the time between my partners and my this and my that. And I'm like, okay. So if you aren't giving yourself time, how can you reconnect to self, right? You have to make time. Go to the ocean. It is healing, you know. An ocean is such a healing place. I get quite how do I even say this I get quite disconnected from self if I don't go to the ocean regularly it's my healing place for you it could be the woods for you it could be the lake for you it could be somewhere else different have a soul place somewhere that your soul feels reignited somewhere that your soul feels grounded where you can actually sit in thought because you're feeling held by the universe and yes it is hippie but that's kind of girl that I am (laughs) and this is what works right have a soul place make a soul place for yourself Create one, you know, whether it's just sitting in your backyard in a little ritual space that you've created for yourself because you can't get away from the children, I get that. Or you're someone that lives near the beach, so you can quickly just walk down there and have that soul time. Reconnecting to self is where the magic is going to happen and it will shift the external world. Once you start to work on the internal world, the shifts in the external world are going to happen and they are going to be magic, right? they're going to be magic. So just know that there is a beautiful rainbow waiting to appear after the storm, right? There is going to be that bucket of gold at the end of the rainbow. There is going to be that there is going to be that beautiful unfolding of self that is going to make you view things in a really beautiful way. You're going to view things from a different way. You're going to view things much more deeply. You're going to have that deeper relationship to self. And yes, some of you are going to cultivate a deeper relationship to self that is going to make other relationships in your life that are surface level and not serving you fall down. They're going to break. You're going to break up. You're going to break apart. You're going to sever relationships. You're going to sever bonds. Why? Because you're viewing things with much more clarity, much more self-awareness, much more emotional awareness. You're going to see things more deeply and you're going to be like, whoa, hang on. The glasses are off now. That shield that I was viewing everything with is now gone. And I'm like, wow. You're not for me. You're not serving me. You're not showing up in a way that I need. Therefore, I'm going to remove myself from the situation. I'm going to remove you from my life. (coughs) You know, and it's that simple. So I hope today that this has given a much needed inspiration injection into where you need to show up, into some work that you can possibly do. I hope it's given you that beautiful invitation to get curious about yourself to get curious about the woman you are and how you're showing up. To get curious about loving her again, right? Because this is something that I've definitely noticed is a problem. And that is that women aren't reconnected. They're not tuned in. And and maybe you are. Maybe you are someone and, and this doesn't apply to you, but you've still t- had a few takeaways from this. But most and the majority of readings that I do, I'm constantly saying reconnect to you. Take time out for yourself. It's easy for us to become tuned into our children, our partner or whatever it might be. It's easy for us to become fine tuned into that. Because it's external, right? We don't have to do the hard work. We've just got to tell them where they want we want them to do the hard work. Right? It's so much different when you're pointing it at you and you're like, right, shit, I've actually got to sit with me and I've got to work on me, right? So I hope that you can take time for you. I hope that this has given you that beautiful, yeah, that beautiful invitation to sit with you and to reconnect, to draw back all of those fragments of self and to really start looking at the world a little bit more different. To be able to show up more deeply for yourself so that you can show up more deeply for others. And it gives others the invitation to show up more deeply for you. Connecting to self requires a different form of connection from the other people around you, right? They're going to have to show up more deeply. And it's a beautiful thing. Don't be scared about it. And for those of you that are now sitting there like, oh my God, so my relationship could end and my friendships could end. I'm scared. I don't want to do this work. Don't shy away from the hard shit, right? That's where the magic is. Anyway, I hope you have a beautiful week and I hope this has helped you. And I will be back soon with beautiful Kira talking about gender intelligence and relationships, which is incredible. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Soulful, the podcast. One of the most beautiful things in life is connection. I thank you so much for connecting with me today. In case you forgot, I'm a psychic medium, healer and founder of the conscious education tool, The Soulful Space. To inquire about a reading and pricing and availability, please head to thesoulfulspace.com or come find me on Insta over at The Soulful Space. It has two underscores underneath. Thank you so much for listening.